Welcome to Wife Talks, the space where wives can share, grow, laugh, and learn together. I'm your host, Shayla Bernardo. Let's jump into today's episode. Hello, ladies. Welcome to episode two of Wife Talks. Um, as you guys know, I, you know, I can be a little corny. So thank you. Thank you, ladies, for rocking with me um, as we become uh, the best wives that we can be. Um, the wives of their dreams. Okay. <laughs> All right. So episode two, we are still in the shut up series. This one is called you have beat the horse to death. This one is one that is near and dear to my heart. Um, I have never, we gonna dive in. We gonna dive in. I'm excited to talk about this one. So, all right. Our scripture for today is Proverbs 15 and one. A soft answer turns away wrath, but a harsh word stirs up anger. Okay. So I want to open up this podcast with a few things that I have heard wives say. I'm just going to keep reminding him until he gets it done. He may not want to hear it, but I'm going to tell him. He's going to learn to listen to me. Now, you have ever said any of these things. And even if you haven't, I think this podcast is going to be a little interesting. So I kind of wanted to talk about nagging. That is a word I hear a lot of husbands talking about. And these statements that I just made out loud and many others are definitely a common defense that wives use to excuse their nagging. And a lot of women say, oh, I'm not nagging him. He just hasn't gotten it done. Or, oh, I'm not nagging him. I'm just reminding him. All right. You're just reminding him. Let's look at the definition of nagging. Constantly harassing someone to do something persistently painful or worrying. Now, here's the thing. If you're constantly nagging somebody, you're not exactly providing a soft answer. <laughs> As our scripture for today states, it's, it's not, it, it's worrisome. Okay. And if you don't want to stir up anger and wrath in your husband, there's a lot of things for you to consider in getting things done that you want done or receiving something from him that you need. Okay. So let's, let's look at the definition of wrath. And then I want to talk about what nagging does to your marriage. So wrath, my definition is strong, vengeful anger or indignation or great anger that expresses itself in a desire to punish someone. Now, I don't know about you, but that just sounds really, really scary. Like that definition alone is like, oh, okay, well, I don't need any wrath in my marriage, right? What does nagging do to your marriage? The first thing it does is that your husband stops listening to you. So if you ask your husband to do something and he doesn't do it right away. And then you ask him again the next day. 
And then you ask him again the next day. The first question I have is, is asking him over and over really changing anything? That answer's no. <laughs> and when he stops listening, how are you going to feel? The next thing nagging does to your marriage is that it frustrates you. So first your husband stops listening, then you get frustrated. And if you're already nagging him, once you're frustrated, it just continues. Because now you're coupling your nagging with anger. And now it becomes a battle that you don't need. And after you get frustrated, he gets frustrated. And once you both get frustrated, it just goes downhill from there. Because after that, he stops caring. And then you reach your breaking point, right? Because then at that point, you're like, okay, I have asked him more than once. I keep asking him over and over and... He is just not listening. I am over this. I am tired. I am this. I am that. Okay, slow your roll. Because again, what's to say? What's the, what does that scripture for today say? A soft answer. And once you reach your breaking point, he reaches his. Now, the common question that I get when I'm having this conversation with wives and we're talking about, you know, the whole nagging versus getting things done is that what if he just won't listen? Here's the thing, ladies. Number one, your husband is listening, but he's going to get to it in his time. Now, let me tell you something. This can be frustrating, okay? Because I'm I'm a wife too. I know sometimes you need things done when you need them done. I get it. I get it. But you worrying him about taking out the trash, hanging up clothes, doing dishes, isn't going to get done any faster, Whether you think he's listening or not. He's listening. Let him do it in his his time. Or if it's bothering you that much. Do it yourself. In your own time. And I know you're probably like, okay, well, Shayla, what if it's something that, you know, I can't necessarily do? Or what if it's something that I just feel like. As my husband, I want him to take care of. What do I do instead of nagging him? Because I keep having to tell him and nothing's happening. Well, first of all, stop telling him. If you haven't listened to episode one, definitely go back and listen to it now. Immediately. But episode one, we did a study on First Peter and it talked about changing your husband or, you know, him, him changing without a word from you. But by your conduct, by your conduct, okay? So here are my suggestions so that you don't have to nag your husband and you don't have to have these angry conversations that make trash a sensitive subject or hanging up clothes a sensitive subject or picking up his drawers a sensitive subject, (laughs) okay? Here's what you do instead. One, mention it one time. You mentioned it the first time, you know, you fire your warning shot. That's that mentioned it one time. Now, my side, my side note to this, to this, this part of the um, podcast of what do you do instead? Here's a side note to mentioning it once. Mention it once. See how he, see how he handles it. Does he, did he do what you needed him to do? Okay, if he didn't, and you know you want to mention it again because it needs to be done, don't nag him about it. 
The step two is mention it again and take a different approach when the opportunity presents itself. See, a lot of times we just say something, say something, say something, say something, say something. And we all like, we'll just beat the horse to death. And your husband gets to the point where he's like, oh my God, let me just do this. But then you're going to have the same conversation again because it wasn't a priority for him. It was a priority for you. Which is why my last suggestion in the what if he just won't listen, the answer to the what if he just won't listen question was, if it bothers you that much, do it yourself. But listen, take a different approach when the opportunity presents itself. And what that means is don't beat the horse every time you get a chance. You tell him, hey, honey, I kind of need this done. And do you think you could take care of that for me? He says, yeah, doesn't do it, right? So the next time you bring it up, first of all, let some time pass. Don't be worrying a man to death. Second of all, by opportunity presenting itself, I mean, your husband will call you and say, hey, babe, um, you need anything from me? Or, hey, babe, I did this. Or, hey, babe, what are you doing? When the opportunity presents itself, you say, honey, I just wanted to, I know we're doing our check-in. Just wanted to say, hey, this is kind of really important. It would really mean a lot to me if you got it done for us. Do you think you could do it in your free time? When do you think you'll have, you know, free time? Um, You know, first of all, and when you bring it up again, make sure you inquire with what works for your husband. Okay. So for instance, in my marriage, when I want something done, um, because of my husband's work schedule and everything like that, it's a little crazy sometimes. I, when I have to ask him something again, instead of being nagging about it, I pose it as a question and position it as something small, a small task that he, that he can possibly do when he's available. So I'll say, hey, babe, it means a lot to me if we could do this. Um, The next time you're off, maybe we can do it together. Or the next time you're off, do you think you could just take care of it for me? Uh, Just like five or 10 minutes. You know, it's, it's, it's repositioning it. So instead of saying, hey, can you do this? Now you're taking a different approach. Okay. Now you're gently asking him, but also giving him information about how important it is to you. Because sometimes our husbands, you know, what's a priority to us is not a priority to them. So your approach has to be different. The last thing I said that you can do instead is to leave it alone and let God do the work on him. And I know that sounds like a really super like kind of ambiguous answer, right? You're like, girl, I've been praying for this man and that God will work on him. Excuse me, you guys. I kind of need a sip of water. I've been praying for this man and that God will work on him and do what I need done for a long time. And I just want you to know that uh, God works in his time too. Everybody's not on your schedule, girl. Okay? So leave it alone and let God do the work on him. Look, sometimes with our husbands, and I know it's with us, it's with women too. It's not just men. Um. But I know sometimes we have to, we got to let God do the work. So it's really important, excuse me, um, that you know when to hold and when to fold. Okay. 
But saying things over and over again, it, it's destructive to the health of your marriage to nag your husband, especially when it's about little things. Praying for your husband will always do more for your marriage than worrying him. Always. Speak over him when you all pray together and when you're talking to him. So that's the other thing. That is like my last note for this one. Um, but it's really important that you speak over him when you guys are praying together. If you want your husband to be more diligent, pray that. If you want your husband to be a leader, um, to do more leading in the area of, you know, you all going to church as a family, pray that. And when you pray that, um, it's so important to just, I mean, you say those things out loud and the more you speak them over your husband, the more, um, his spirit is going to tap into what you all are lifting up to God together. Praying for your husband will always, 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 I can't say it enough, do more for your marriage than you worrying him, you constantly nagging him, you reminding him, quote unquote, believe you me, God can do more in one day than you can do in 10 years. So be mindful of that and be mindful of the fact that, honey, you do not have to beat the horse to death. Thanks for listening, ladies. Thank you for logging on and listening to this episode. If you want to keep the conversation going, make sure you find us on Instagram at on wife support and to join our private Facebook group where we pray weekly with wives for their husbands and for absolutely amazing marriages. Click the link in the Instagram bio at on wife support. I wish you growth, joy, and peace. But most of all, I wish you the marriage of your dreams, miracles, and blessings.